What up, what up, what up, y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is The Kickstand, a place where you're going to kick up your motherfucking feet and chill out for about an hour or so. Don't forget that you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, and Spotify. That was, I just thought that. That was you. <laughs> um, so today, y'all, we got a very, very special guest. My man, Lee Steven, is, is in the Building. Say what's up to people. What's going on? Thanks for having me. You are ever so welcome. Not to mention the fact this dude, I've known this dude too many years to count. Way too many years to count. I remember when you were with the Scholars. Um, I now this new project, you're, you're, you're on your own at this point. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, cool. So we'll get definitely into that. But as always, we're going to definitely get into the ratchet and ridiculous corner first before we do anything. We always got to kick that lyric. So, I'm going to read a song. Okay. In the King's English. It's probably easy, though. I ain't going to lie. It's more popular than anything. And, um, y'all guess who it is and what the song title is. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> you, you, you're definitely you could just probably the first two words. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Cush rolled, glass filled. I prefer the better things. Drink. There you go. <laughs> Niggas with no money act like money isn't everything. I'm having a good time. They just trying to ruin it. Shout out to the fact that I'm the youngest nigga doing it. Cap on brim bent Denzel every time. She ain't trying to pop that shit for pimp. Okay, well, never mind. I, I, I tried to told you Drizzy still ain't nothing nice. Bracelet saying you should quit. Car saying fuck your life. Okay, now we're out of here. Toodles to you bitches. And if you dolled up, I got the voodoos for you bitches. I'm busy getting rich. You don't want trouble. I made enough for two niggas boys stunt double. Fame is like a drug that I've taken too much of. But I never ever trip. Just peace, happiness, and love. I got money in these jeans so they fit me kind of snug. Plus the game is in my pocket. Nigga, this is what I does. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was Drake, of course, and uh, the song title was "Up All Night." Mm. Yeah, so one, one of that very first. Up all all night, night. That was back when I actually fucked with Drake. I don't fuck with. Oh my gosh! Let me see. We it was had real. the. That's back when he actually was a ver- was versatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's just 
repetitive, 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 repetitive Drake. I'm like, I'm so sick of this. He had that hunger then, and it was real intricate. Yeah, that, but, that, but that's what makes me mad about Drake. That's why I, I cannot get with it. It's because, like, to me, I feel like, yo, I get, all right, I, I get it. These niggas all about money now. Money, 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 money. But my thing is this, bro. Drake is actually one of the individuals who sound the way he do so repetitive, but mm-hmm. actually he's nice. Mm-hmm. He actually nice. I don't even think a lot of niggas coming up now in this new generation don't even know that Drake really got bars. Like right, Drake right. is actually yeah. a spitter. Right. And I, he came up wrong way. Like that even got bars. And not to mention the fact. Don't forget his first co-sign was with Bun B. Yeah. Like, like Bun co-signed him originally off the gate. Yeah, like, it was it was on what the Houston Land of Vegas. It was shit. Houston Land of Vegas. Yeah. That nigga has bars. He actually has bars. But all we hear is. Fucking late night text messages, songs and shit. Like, but, he, but even <laughs> now, it's very uh, trappish with a lot of repetitiveness. From it's, I'm just tired of that sound, period. Yeah. <laughs> Once he got to a certain point, it just seemed like he was like, okay, what is everybody else doing? Like, I'm kind of do what they're doing, but right. do it in my own way. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also has, has said that he will never do another double album, and I'm kind of okay with that, because <laughs> I, I am, and it's not like, like I was a Scorpion, I think it was Scorpion, but it's mm-hmm. just... It's just long. It's a lot. It's, it's long and it's uh, like an album of the same shit. Yeah. It's like every song is like, you know, it's like you just play shit on repeat. Right. <laughs> so on that, wasn't it one, one of the CDs was all of his R&B or his like uh, pop music mm-hmm. and other was supposed to be just his hip hop stuff? Mm-hmm. You should just took the best of both and put it on. One and just one. Like, like, don't pull a Chris Brown. Right. Because my twenty five tracks and shit. Like, my that thing is, is the one thing about the industry that's changed completely is that we we got a short attention span. Yeah. Eight is all you can give me now. Back in the day, you could give me nineteen, but nineteen tracks included interludes, so yeah. it was like you were feeling a masterpiece of something. But you see music now. Back yeah. then, niggas, you're getting 13, 14 tracks on the album. Now yeah. ten. 10, 10, 10, 10. You literally get nine and short. Eight. Yeah, they literally short it. No, mm-hmm. like, and but my my thing is this. Yeah, we do have a short attention span. A short, a short attention span. But mm-hmm. my thing, there back then, I could listen to an album start to finish, right. whether yeah. the shit had fourteen songs or not, right. because the shit was that much of quality. Yeah. Now we're not getting quality. Now it's just throw a track and look at look at the platforms we have now. Right. Spotify, shit like that. Like niggas are just throwing a quick ten songs, some shit they probably made in two days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no quality, no effort mm-hmm. put into it. It's just like. Throw this out here. Yeah, you're fucking right. I'm listening to one song to turn that shit off. Like, and too much. And it's, it's a lot of quantity over quality. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all it's a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm, like every time I try to look for the the new situations or what's kind of hot, mm-hmm. I I promise y'all, I have gone down my Google playlist and been like, who the hell is this? Right. <laughs> like, so many like who is this? So. For me, as a maybe even a purist and a traditionalist, like I only look for those projects that or those yes. people that I know. Like mm-hmm. even if I saw, like for instance, I recently saw maybe Tech Nine on it. Okay. It Fox didn't. It Tech didn't matter. Like I thought it was Tech Nine. Yeah. It didn't matter that there were a hundred new niggas on there. Tech Nine was what it. I was choosing. Yeah. <laughs> like that was what I was choosing. So get some out of it. Right. Oh, nigga, I'll take six songs of quality over ten songs of yeah. any day. Yeah. Give me, yeah. give me just an EP. That's why I fuck with currency so much. Ooh. Currency will give me. I love currency. Currency would give niggas five tracks. Mm. Five tracks, yo. All of them is fire. Every single one. Every fucking track is fire, and it's only five. My underrated. So satisfied. It's like my underrated. If I had to, ha- I got three in my head. It's definitely cool. currency, crit, and logic. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll say definitely currency. I'll say currency. Oh, 
I was going to say Nipsey, but that's what fucks would be so bad. Yeah. Is that nobody was talking about Nipsey at all. Yeah, Nipsey. I was rocking Nipsey in like 2010, right. 2009. Yeah, listen to him, what is his name on? Like, you feel me? Like, yo, he has, and niggas don't know, he had hella fake mixtapes. He had hella music. I'm like, how niggas now talking about, but definitely Crick. Yeah. For sure. Crick. Yeah. Crick. Like, 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 about it the other day. That nigga's like, dead, yo. He yeah. all in one. The shit is Production, just... he produces, he oh, rap, yeah, he do yeah. all his own shit. That's how I got put on to him. That nigga's nasty. And Kid Cudi. Easily. Oh yeah, and I Easily. think yeah, Kid Cudi is. And no one, Kid Cudi has never really ever gotten, yeah. ever gotten his recognition ever. Did you no. still with Kanye? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think he's with good music anymore. No, I don't think he's. I, I really don't. I think Kid Cudi actually just like branched up. You know, he's bad. He was battling like severe like mental problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a gone for a while. Yeah, he was like. So he literally like. Branched off for the face of the fucking music industry. Niggas right. like, where the yeah. fuck are you going? Speaking of new music, uh, we got some new music from Dave East and Tiana Taylor. Um, I need a sign. Lo- love Dave East, and he is killing it yeah. as Method Man and this this Hulu thing. I have not watched all of it, but it, it's I heard it's been really good. Um, the weekend has a new song called Heartless. He's still making music. That's Yo, what the fuck I, I said when I saw it. His name. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy how these artists be having this surge mm-hmm. of like all. Rich Homie Kwon, there was one point in time on Fetty Wild. Wow. Now, you know what I mean? Now, nope. weekend, the weekend had a surge of like, weekend, the weekend, the weekend, the weekend. Everybody right. bumping up early. Right. Like, Their the promotion is different now. They just pop up out of nowhere without. But, but, there's some, <laughs> but there's some people, I think, that can do that now. And yeah. I think, it, I think yeah. it actually, actually really, a lot of people are really taking that page from Beyonce. Like, yeah, like I'm she, just, she started it. I'm just kind of throwing it down. This is, you know. And Beyonce solidified enough to do that shit. But Ooh, the shit. difference is, I would say even this, like, all right, so Beyonce being solidified to do it and she throws that down, which is fine. Like, I like the fact that Kim popped out with an album yep. and is doing the old school press runs. Like I'm, I'm seeing her on everything from Genius to Talib Kweli's podcast, yeah. which was, and it's it's it that works. re that reintroduction. So for some artists, it's okay for you to just throw it out because your name is just so solidified. But that's nothing we don't have either. Like yeah. we don't have artists, chemists from that era where they did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going on every, every radio station in, in within a fucking five mile radius. Right now it's just. Sure. Oh, I'm gonna pop up on Breakfast Club. Yeah. Niggas are so picky, so like I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cheesy ass motherfuckers, like bougie cheesy bitches. And like, you know what's surprisingly? It's, it's surprising that you. It's surprising that you said that. You know what? She hasn't done that. For for this run, she has not gone to the Breakfast Club. I just thought about Breakfast that. Breakfast Club is like the one stop shop for any or any of these yeah. industry niggas popping out of the cut. Or I think she has issues with Charlemagne and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think she definitely. Yeah, that's you know. exactly what. <laughs> and that's just that's just like she ain't fucking with that nigga. Like yo, you make cornballs. She not mm. fucking with that nigga. Yo. That's just like with Nikki though. Like you know, Nikki. I would love to see what this next run is gonna look like for the fifth album. It been like that garbage shit she put out <laughs> like last year. Like, nah, that shit was hot. Fucking ass and I don't, feet. I don't know. I was like, nah, bro. I don't know what that Trash. was. Trash. I was like, nah, as far as I'm concerned, that album never released. It never existed. <laughs> it, her last album was The Pink Print. That's in my mind. Yeah, that's I don't know what this shit did but I, I realized that um, she. Her run may be different, though, because it's going to be really unique it, um, in, in the sense it's like. She not just gonna pop up because that's the big thing. Like she not gonna pop up. The the barbers would have a fucking field day if they didn't get notification that it was happening. Like that that's a big thing. But it's gonna be different and a different way of looking at it because you're you have a rap artist that has their own show on Beats One. Mm-hmm. So you know, even though let me tell y'all something, I'm a huge Nicki fan. 
I can't listen to Queen Radio, yo. I promise y'all, that shit <laughs> it blows my mind, yo. It's so much, yo. It's so it's so crazy. Like if you really take, you can look at all like YouTube, or whatever, or mm-hmm. anywhere, and you really take just to listen to it. Like I got like ten minutes in, and I was like, yes, yeah, so I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Between all the theatrics, the yelling, the obnoxiousness, fun, and then um, on top of that, like. I love your music, but all of it, all day, for a whole hour. Like, nah, Queen Radio sounds like, when I, look, when I heard it a couple times, I'm like, I would never want to chill with Nicki Minaj outside. Just, like, yeah, it just yeah, like, be in the arena where she's there, there's like some chill environment type shit. I would never want to be around her, because the way she sounds on there, Yo. that's probably how she literally is, like, in yeah. person. Like, yeah. obnoxious, loud and And shit. a lot of people, a lot. I feel like this, and this is one of those things where you have to really think about. People that say some things about you and continuously say the same shit about you, it's everybody's true. not wrong. It's true. Everybody's <laughs> not wrong. Just yeah. making up shit, like. Everybody, like, you, you trying to put it in the raps, like, oh, I'm stopping bags, like the TSA. Mm-hmm. No, bitch, you clearly are. Like, something <laughs> is happening. Everybody in this bitch could not I say the so same thing. I so sorry for Joe Button, yo, when he came on Queen Radio. Oh, my God. She tore this man. nigga asshole. And I was like, bro, you are, that's so, I, I'm like, I fucks with Joe. Yeah. I, I'm a huge Joe Button fan, music, music-wise. He's yeah. a fucking a quality artist right there. Very mm-hmm. underrated, but. Slaughterhouse. Nasty. Yes. Yeah, this period. Just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. You cannot knock Joe. Right. It's like, yo, you got some, when he came on, when she was on his show, mm-hmm. and she was more like, you know, yeah. still talking to the bars. Talk, which talking, you know, nigga, come on, her show, shit, yo. I was like, cut his fucking mic. Like, what are, what are, what are we yo, doing? he was playing the Did shit. Did you tell him to leave or something? No, I, no, I think yo, he left on his he, own. He just left. He was yeah. like, fuck this fuck shit. This shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. damn, this bitch. And then your, your goon of a husband, bitch. You paid for that ring. Let's be clear. <laughs> I, I still, I don't care. Like, she, she got paid for this. Fresh out the pen. He's the goon of a husband. Yo, yo, at the end of the day, you talking about this nigga oh, just got out of jail in 2018. He's one year away from prison. Nigga, how did he buy you a $1.6 million ring? Like, I don't understand. Mm. I don't understand. And if that is the case, I need him to write a book so all of these ex-cons can figure out how to get their lives together. Because that's not fair. Like, there's nothing not fair. I, I said that on that last show. Like, you, if you made such a come up, quote unquote, educate those that are coming behind you. Mm-hmm. That are coming out of the bench, like uh, like everything about that nigga is, is phony, square, and a dud, and I can't fuck with him, and I just I, dis- I dislike it. Anyway, moving on from that bitch, because she wasn't even on the topic list today. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> random. <laughs> make my skin crawl these days. Um, and I want, I need, I need for that bars, those bars to come back. Only, only expect that if she's on the feature. That's how Nikki is. She'll That's nice. it. She's nice when she's on somebody else. Fucking like, like, like the That's like I let you hear the um the dude pop uh pop smoke. Yeah, and okay. she killed I, this I, motherfucking like, feature. Why you, why you nice on other nigga shit? I don't. You can't, know. You can't come with your own shit. Man. Somebody from New York on there or something with her. Right, Fab or somebody. Yeah. Right. Ooh, speaking of Fab, oh, fat nigga. Summertime Shootout Three just released. Yeah. Super excited about to listen to that shit today because I just I haven't had the chance to listen yeah, to it. I have not. I've heard maybe the first song on it and that's it. And I just like yo, I'm so. Shout out to Fab, yo. Shout out to a nigga who ain't never changed up, never switched up. Yo, Fab has always has literally been Fab since the first day I listened to him. Yo, still quality, amazing artist, amazing beat selection. Yeah, he he's, he never lacking the music. It's one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> and that's another thing. That's one of those projects. When I got when I saw it yesterday, I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, like, it was it, it's, it's, right? Yeah, like, there's 
there are no there aren't that many artists, especially hip hop artists that you get excited about. Like um the uh the Jadakiss shit. Yeah. The, with the yo, the motherfucking video. Yo, Jada. The video uh, for me, I was like, watch this. But the, but there are artists that are like that that make you say, I gotta get it. Yeah, yeah, because they lose touch. They ain't get complacent to lose touch. Nope. Yeah. They, they 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 started bringing you quality from the from the beginning. They yeah. still bringing you quality. We don't have quality no more. It's just throw a project out. Like, think about it, yo. Today we don't even have artists that really perform anymore. These industry niggas yeah. are so lazy. They go on the stage and half the time the audience singing they shit. Get a real performer. Like right. Beyonce, that bitch perform. Yo, she get on the stage, you gonna get choreography. Yeah. She's gonna let you sing the entire time. Let me tell you something, we go we go touch on that because I gotta touch on that with that summer walker bullshit and we'll get there. Uh-huh. But when I tell you <laughs> Beyonce, that's the motherfucker before, but what was that last was last summer? Nigga, it fuck was, last summer. No no no. But just saying it just in uh, for instance, my birthday was July twenty seventh. They had it at in FedEx Field, the 27th and the 28th. I went to the 28th show. Mm. On the 27th, we had a fucking tsunami over this bitch. Mm. Do you think Beyonce canceled their fucking show? Fuck no, that bitch said, look, fuck it, it's going to be late. <laughs> y'all going to still get a show. We're going to party and you're going to get a whole Nobody, show. They don't care. They, they, I love that. Like She is at a stature of, of, a, of a level of an individual where it's like she really doesn't even got to do music anymore. Right. But she still, when she does give you music, she still give you her heart. It's mm-hmm. more than just her music. You right. still, right. that's why the, the beehive is so crazy about it. Right. They like, yo, this, she ain't let up yet. Like, and not only that, yo, you... Pulled a Lauren Hill. We've been listening. We've been listening to the miseducation for almost twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. And Lauren can come out the day to tracks that don't even sound like the original track and still spit. Did a whole yeah. tour and still sound and still was great. Beyonce decides that she wants to give you Homecoming, which is every fucking song that you already know. No, you literally. She literally spared all the old shit. That's Wait, awesome. all the old shit. One new song. One new song. One. And that shit sold out every, like, it's just, it's just endless. Like, okay, niggas, thank you. Like, niggas like, oh yeah, thank you. We niggas is listening to, look, the Lion King was ass and trash. But you got this Beyonce. It was, it was fucking horrible. I looked at it, I was like, what is this? This is ridiculous. Garbage. The fucked up part about it is this. Disney and Disney Plus, um, Disney, Think about what you're doing when you come with the animated shit and everybody can't touch on that Rex. versus the uh, the, the live action. Yo, the lady in the tramp one was actually high. I was like, oh. Are you saw that one, the live action one? Yeah, because it, it was the first thing that was on Disney+. Plus. So as soon as you open Disney+, Plus, it's the first. Yeah. I, I heard about it, but I, I didn't know really. it really. I it's, it's, was No, no, it's literally the first thing. actually exists. Yeah, it's the, it's the first thing that's on action, Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as you open your Disney+, Plus, it is the first thing that's on it. And I'm like, okay, shout out to Disney Plus because actually I'm about to change my, my joint over because you're gonna get you can get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN for like twelve ninety nine. Okay. So that's that is dope. I cannot wait. I'm about to switch that shit this week. We will be watching Super Bowl with Charles. You see, yeah, we are doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you see, go Aladdin. Ravens because I hear they kicking ass right now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You see Aladdin too. So um, that was utterly disgusting. Garbage, hot oh, ass. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's the, I, I kind of don't even want, brother to brother. I kind of want you to waste your time. I really don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there are certain things you know, like especially when you a mute, when you a movie head, and then like something like that, a classic is Aladdin. Yeah, you know, like that's a. Uh, 
but the greatest the greatest thing is is it's hard it's hard my thing they could have gave me the animated not have been okay but but and and here's the great thing Disney this is the great thing that you've done adding to Disney Plus there is a section called the Vault. And the vault has all, all of those classics, all of which is funny because I watched um, I watched Aladdin, I watched the original one, and then I watched the Return of Jafar. I was like, "Damn, they cut animation corners like nobody business." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, if you look at the magic carpet, right? Like the magic carpet has the Cave of Wonders on it in the original Aladdin. Aladdin. Right. When you go to the Return of Jafar, they was like, look, we're about to just paint this bitch blue and <laughs> like let's give him a couple squares, but you don't. It, it doesn't look the same. And I think a lot of that came when it became like the TV." Show. Right. So it just kind of it kind of changed uh, that it changed that up. Anyway, moving on back into Ratchet and Ridiculous because we done went all the way off topic. So yes, this is going to be an amazing show. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, we were we on amazing timing. So oh, cool. We cool straight away. We could straight away a couple times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Man. All right, so let's go into it. Um, Omario said, "Fuck y'all niggas." Wait a minute, who died? Hold up. Okay. <laughs> Damn, as soon as you mention Omario on this shit, right? Omario on killing niggas. So. Uh, <laughs> So Omarion is the is the new king of petty. I'm sorry. Petty well, the petty he a, he a gold medalist for the petty. Yo, Olympics. he is getting the <laughs> gold award for the petty Olympics. This nigga originally put out an original tweet with the Millennium Tour logo talking about 2020. Then he come back on Little Fizz's birthday and put out the advertisement, which is now him. And Bow Wow headlining the Millennium Tour along with the Ying Yang Twins, Lloyd, Sammy, Pretty Ricky, and Soldier Boy. That is fucked up. On oh, no, her birthday? On <laughs> birthday. No, he, said, he said, you gonna fuck my bitch? <laughs> fuck you, I'm gonna fuck your money. Like, Yo, girl, y'all should I keep going, too. <laughs> that nigga had a vengeance. He said, a word? I'm gonna show you how to do this petty shit. Yo. Okay, so now I understand the meme now. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, when I tell you the funniest shit ever... Is the fact that yo said yo you gonna fuck my bitch? <laughs> well, I'm gonna fuck up your money. All right. Oh, and you gonna fuck my mama? I'm gonna fuck your money. Like <laughs> so, yeah. Like Omarion is not playing with these niggas. He is gonna be out here on this tour talking about touch. He is gonna be doing it. I'm ready. I'm here for this. I don't lie. I love that song. Me too. I don't lie. Yo, that shit came on the other day on my Spotify. I was like, yeah, that's that shit make you wind He's like, oh shit, nigga. He's just I'm gonna start moving. Like touch. Um, but yeah, so I am definitely here for this millennium. First of all, I heard now, the last millennium tour. Was I just thought about it. You mentioned Lil Baba. Y'all saw some shit online. That was like the funniest five seconds that you'll ever see. <laughs> there was a video of Lil Baba and the Let Me Hold You video when you kept doing this shit. And it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had the big ass black shades on. Yo, and the motherfucking dance dress. Oh, that was so yeah, yeah, I saw And it was blonde. It literally was said, the, it said the funniest so five seconds you'll ever see in your life. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, I looked at it, yo. The funniest five seconds I've ever seen in my life. It's just this nigga doing this. <laughs> and he was skinny as shit. He, he had was black tank top on. Thin as a bitch. Right. That's a little bit that, yo, yo, a little bit that shit is hilarious. <laughs> And then the shame on y'all old ass women that was loving Lil Bow Wow. He went from there to fucking. He went from there to like photoshopping planes and shit, right? <laughs> like, yo, what? Yo, giving you stock this, Google images. Do you not jump in the music industry. The industry. The industry. You can be underground and get money. I know a lot of niggas doing it. Yeah. Do you not? The industry literally turns niggas out. Like, like you can see it. It's do, it doesn't, yo. What's the Bow Wow the one that started challenges? Yeah. Well, no, we started it because he was stupid. Yeah. But, <laughs> 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 we started them Bow Wow challenges. Basically, basically, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Be like, ooh, I'm on a whole yacht. 
and it's really a toy boat. <laughs> like, you got you got angle the camera a certain way, so right. like, it's bigger than it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so. Uh, you know what? I don't particularly know if I like this story. I don't get it anymore. Um, oh, so living it up. <laughs> ja Rule is cleared of any wrongdoing for the Fire Festival fiasco. That is great. That is that is it's great. Name attached no shit. Because that nigga was about to go down because that shit was like a hundred million dollars. No, you're about to get time time. Yes. You're hit that nigga with fake time. Yeah. <laughs> like, back to jail you go. Ja Rule, uh, back to jail. You can't just be stealing white people money. <laughs> Especially if you and that's the that's just fucked up, right? When you're broke and you steal the white man money, they like oh, we'll get it back. When you're rich and black and steal the white man money, mm-hmm. oh oh nigga, we about to double up on this nigga. Like, oh yeah, you took us for a hundred mil. Oh yeah, we getting you for a billion. Like, mm-hmm. you're, we're gonna make sure you go broke in the hole, you know, and behind bars. Right. So while you riding in jail, we taking all your shit. See yo. Yeah. They're going to talk about that for a while. The oppressor. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, we talked about this before. Tyler, the creator, is on the cover of G, uh, GQ for uh, Men of the Year, which actually, this the first time the nigga looked like somebody. I know, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, it's so like, funny. Like, Tyler's, yo, it's crazy. I remember when they first, yo, that was back in my heavy skateboard days, bro. When, yeah. When Tyler, when, when our feature first hit the, hit the map, yo, niggas was like, who the fuck is these yeah. guys? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But I think, and, and it's funny because we talked about Wu Tang earlier. I think that uh, was supposed to be like our new Wu Tang yeah, at that point were, at because time. it was yeah, so definitely. much. Did you saw a fucking like diverse of, of like the group? Mm-hmm. The group had mm-hmm. some weirdo motherfuckers, right? Yeah, like I couldn't, sad. I couldn't fuck with all the imagery, and that was probably yeah, no, my, my portion. Like yeah, a lot yeah. of the imagery was a bit much. I was like, all right, we we doing a little bit. Yeah. Earl, I mean, Earl Special, that's my favorite. That's right, hardest nigga in uh, feature to me. Mm-hmm. He the he the he, he the, lyr- the lyricist, lyricist. Everybody else, mm-hmm. everybody's can rap, but <laughs> Earl put at Earl's Earl the nigga who actually hit the table while they doing wild shit and actually is focusing on his bars. Right, while they're <laughs> jumping around doing anything else, he actually study and do shit. He has some crazy videos. Mm-hmm. Yo, yes. <laughs> one, of things, one of the things I do like about Tyler though is like. He is actually out here like fighting for great cartoons, for there to be like black characters in cartoons, because there's really not. Bro, when he dropped Lord of Squad, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. That was like the new jackass. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of niggas doing some literally. Literally. Literally a black jacket, a black version of Jackass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does well. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lord of Squad. And that, that show was the shit too. It was funny as shit. Yeah. Late night come on, gotta watch that shit. It's fucking hilarious. They doing dumbass shit. Just like Jackass. Yes. Yeah. Again, Adult Swim, I had to I had to get with that goddamn imagery again. I yeah. Like, no, I, I'm going to stop watching this. I was like, well, first of all. Oh, no, Adult Swim had too much super jail, shit like that. Yeah. Um, um, What was that one joke that fucking, um, the shit with the dog? Oh, that was demonic as fuck. I had not I, I, I saw that. that shit probably like two times. Because my older cousin, he loves, he, he got, he, he started getting the DVDs and the shit. And I'm like. How the fuck can you sit here and watch this shit? Like, Bruh, let me tell you. No, I watched this shit one time. I said, like, Mr. Happy or something. Some shit like dog, that. Yeah. yeah. I the watched dog it one time. I said, uh-uh, not my Jesus. They family table and, the, and behind <laughs> the scenes, this dog is a whole satanic ruler or some shit like how are you watching this shit? Yeah. It comes on at like, like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, yo. That's some shit like... I'm always half sleep. I wake up like, what is this shit? Like, no. <laughs> no, no. Super no, Jail. No. That was another one. That no, shit's no. crazy. Like, Super Jail. Like, I, I, knew, I knew it was wrong when my stomach started hurting. I said, you know what? I'm not watching this. Wow. Because instantly, if, if that kind of aura come off the TV... Nigga. Nigga, yeah. I'm not watching this shit. Like, 
bring bring back our adults with like you know, back, you know the old where Beavis and Butthead Beavis and right. Butthead whole right. movies like and even that fucked me up too because sometimes the videos of Beavis and Butthead I'd be like what was it what was it um Space Ghost Coast what was the song was so much shit Space Ghost was the shit though but what was the so song um, it was a rock song they would play. It was a rock song that they played, and and I actually, I, me and my cousin used to sing this shit all the time. And it was like, um, shit, I can't remember now, but it was like fuck the police and such. But it wasn't NWA; it was something else. It was, it was really weird. And um, yeah, but B was somebody. Oh man, that was a classic. That shit was a classic. Remember when they? <laughs> <laughs> when they did the movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did. You know, my favorite MTV shit used to be, though, oh, was Daria. Oh. I loved, I loved Daria. Yeah. I would watch Daria like this, like it was a whole new show every week. Like, I watched Daria. Yeah, have you ever seen, you remember Special Ed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you, you like Wonder Shows in? Wonder Shows in. Wonder Shows in was crazy. That was a. I should not have been watching that. I don't think anybody should have been watching Wonder Shows. Yo, Wonder Shows in was so savage, yo. Yeah. They had the video. I was like, there was a video that was on Facebook. My boy Zay shared it to me. Yeah. And it was the episode of Wonder Shows in when the, when the dude had the camera with the blue puppet. He was like, are you doing this? You know, we're doing this for the children? And the guy's like, get the fucking camera out of my face. <laughs> Like, is it too dirty? Is it too dirty? <laughs> yo, after this, I'm gonna show you this video. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, yo, where's this little blue puppet from? And I looked at the show, I was like, oh, the shows shit. Yeah. And then uh, that was the one where they had the, the dog that. It was, yeah, it was all like, yeah. like little puppets, puppets and shit. And shit yeah. yo. Oh, Crank Anchors. Oh my god. <laughs> that <laughs> shit was. That, that was on Comedy Central. That's new now. They, they have a new season. Oh, they do? Yeah. What the oh. fuck? I had to watch that. It just, Yo, when did these make the fucking prank calls? <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yo, the fucking prank calls. You got calls, mail. Bro. Yay! Oh my gosh. They have all new characters now. But yeah, really? Started. You know what? I did hear something about that, but then I think, it, see, this is the age that we live in. It slipped the shit out of my mind. Like, between, it's weird, because, like, with with my cable is like I, I have my television right but I primarily don't use it because I'm always watching YouTube that's, shit that's my TV and my Netflix my shit so, so, <laughs> so which is weird because then, then I'll eventually get off of it and then I'll look at my DVR and be like oh shit I forgot all about that let me watch this let me watch nigga that. I have not seen the God menu for cable in like two years wow. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I literally just I, and I got cable at home I got, yeah. I got like Comcast all that shit mm-hmm. yeah. but I keep one of my laptops plugged to my TV I, YouTube is literally my TV yeah. Yeah. if it's not a laptop I'm on the Nintendo Switch on YouTube watching it cause I will say this YouTube is be careful Cause you could fall into a fucking hole if you let that autoplay go, yo. You remember that the year? Watching me. <laughs> <laughs> the recommend on the side, yo. The recommend on the side. You be like, hmm. Or no, go play YouTube, go to sleep, and then wake up and look at your motherfucking shit. The day history was. You like, what the fuck is this? Nah, I, I don't know. Like yeah. with me with YouTube, I'm a playlist junkie. Mm-hmm. So like, I watch videos and some interesting pop. Like I'm a huge like. Anime nerd, I love video games, Pokemon, shit like that. Right. So like shit like that, I watch like that. But I'm a I'm a playlist person. So like when I go on YouTube, I look specifically for a playlist of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can just play a whole. I watch um, a lot of video game walkthroughs and shit, like yeah. long yeah. ass shit. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like 20 minute videos. I need a video on that bitch that's like an hour and a half, two hours. I watch shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can just have it on. I know I'm going to fall asleep. Now I'm going to wake up like, alright, it's good. But wait a minute, I got you, I got you, I got you one better. The wor- my worst YouTube experience had to be when I was all into the Illuminati bullshit. Like, oh, bruh. Like, like, I just was like... It's a sinkhole. It is a sinkhole. Literally, yo, you be in that bitch like... I was like, you know what? Is Diddy really doing this? Like, it was like... It's just so bad. It's such I, yo, a bad... I had problem. that face too. Me and my cousin used to literally sit in the house and just sit and watch YouTube. Yo. Like, yo, I told you he was doing that shit, yo. We like, yo, this fucked up. Yo, it's now, so you bad. Will, now, I will never do this shit. I will never... Even yeah, I don't do it. It do. It do. <laughs> and you know what the fucking part about it though? It's it's those people that put the music behind it. It's the music. Because <laughs> had you not put this it's music so behind it, it's so cinematic and dark and shit. You be like, yeah, you really sitting there like scared of shit, low key. Like, then you looking around, you you get at your phone like, <laughs> and then like you know like, and then they then they put the imagery and you be like, look what the fuck is this? <laughs> My thing is this, it's, it's, it's funny because now you think about like, now that I don't watch anymore and I'm way older, yeah. I'd be like, I want to meet the nigga who made the video. Because who I took the was, time behind the computer like, no, this song, like, they probably crazy as shit they did, like, yo, yo, this song has to go here, I need this picture of a, of a symbol. <laughs> yo, and then like the breakdowns and shit. Yo, I'd be like, yo, this shit's actually happened. The, <laughs> the funniest and the worst is the fucking 5% of niggas. <laughs> they try to give you the fucking mathematics with the shit. Yo, them niggas do actual mathematics. Life. You know what I mean? They do real life problem solving steps with these with these fucking videos. Yo, <laughs> it'd be like, which one? Oh I was God. watching a five percent to talk about nine eleven, nigga. You know how many fucking niggas made videos on nine eleven? There's no way this could. Yo, yeah, that's yo. I saw one video where a nigga went to a whole scientific explanation. Of the way that a plane is constructed, and, or the way the plane is supposed to crash this, into the building. This nigga was yeah. like, this nigga went, to, went in so went in depth. I mean, like to the point he's like, "There's no way the plane could have did that because the plane is hollow on the inside. So if the plane would have hit a steel reinforced wall, it would have just crumbled the plane." I'm like, he fucking right. <laughs> the plane, no, he not right. It's still a building with glass. Right. That, I, it's just, it, that's why you didn't get into that shit. Yeah. It's a sinkhole. It now is, you start trying to make your own theories and shit with this dumbass nigga we can yeah. say it too. Yeah. Because um, around that time, around that 2012 time, like when everybody was together and shit, like I was big in it. I was just like, this shit is sinking me. And But when I had no job, nigga, <laughs> I was going down. Yeah, you got no job, nigga, sitting there like. Yo, YouTube, YouTube is YouTube is the devil. You fucking the couch shaking and shit like, yo, what the Yo, this is really bad. It Looking out the window and shit every five seconds, like it's tutorials on everything on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't uh, definitely don't watch it at night though. I'm like, I ain't here for none of that. <laughs> no, now I just watch video games at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, you had me into the lo-fi. Like, I yeah, definitely, love that shit. definitely. As a matter of fact, oh, it's funny. Instrumentals. Yeah, like just the lo-fi mm-hmm. instrumentals, which is really nice to go to sleep to. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the there's a new movie uh, on Netflix. But the animation is like the animation from the lo-fi situation. And that's really strange. I, it's like a relationship oh, yeah. between... Like, it's one of, I know, like one of the AMVs, like some weird-ass, yeah. weird visuals. Yeah. Like the music is amazing. Because it's, it's like, you're trying to find a separate... It's like a, a distant relationship with a separate hand. Yeah, you'll be hands surprised. It's weird. It's weird as shit. And I'm like... But the, the music, yeah. like, I, I watch a lot of, like, I'll, like, if I'm studying or some shit or just sitting there, like, like thinking or if I'm, like, 
just sometimes I'll just sit in my bed and just like look at this fucking ceiling. Mm-hmm. But I'll play like twenty four hour lo fi channels mm-hmm. with just beats playing. And it it's, 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 it inspires me too. So I'll come up with ideas and get to start making beats and shit. But right. yeah, it's just twenty four hours, hella different channels. Yeah, yeah. But yeah and the mean two are the ones that yeah, yeah, like mind. studying and shit like that. Yeah, just I study to it, I write to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yo, that's just so relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's um it's it's just like I and I think you can find it on Google too, surprisingly yeah. enough, which I didn't realize that, but because uh, I think they have the the logo at the bottom. They got of links. It. They got links. No, they so got they, links. YouTube was just like the because um I YouTube like us like like a twenty four hour stream on YouTube mm-hmm. where it's just a live stream. Just yep. you can just stream all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Like I keep watching this logo of Rub the Cat, and I'm like, this is so soothing. It was, <laughs> like, it, it's the same animation too. Like you literally hey. just looking at it like. Right, it's, it's, this bitch ain't you nothing different. She's yeah. just rubbing the cat. The music is literally what's taking you. It's like, but then when you start looking at the entire thing, thing and like I'm your books shit, or pencils. Like, oh shit, that's funny and shit right there. Like one right. of the shits is like they got like a video game console and it's like I think it's like F zero on the TV. Like, yeah. It's so detailed, but you start looking at all the shit around it. Like, yeah, because that. That's why right. so many views on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly why I got so. And they actually the live the live chat be really jumping. Yeah, niggas literally be on the chat. Conversation. Yeah, it's 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 our new it's that honestly is probably the newest chat room like the new chat yeah, room yeah. for real for real better than the old days. <laughs> Welcome to the Baltimore Monkey. You know what? <laughs> you are so goddamn face. <laughs> yeah, I know you know that's it. Everybody in Baltimore knows about it. Oh, you reached the bottom of my business. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what you said? Wise ass off on that shit, shorty. Right, nigga. My name was Girl. I had hazel eyes. <laughs> I was, I think, five seven, tall enough. I'm braids. <laughs> Yo, I had hell of responses. That was before they had what MySpace and yeah. That was literally yeah. like we always that was always going to this. Yes, that was literally pre MySpace. Like yeah. right after that, slowly died. MySpace got the market. I mean, it was it was like catfish, like nobody been this. Nigga, that and it's so funny to watch catfish now. And you yes. sit back like, I, yeah, I remember that. I, was, yeah. I did this before. I've done this. I've done this. I was an active catfisher. Yeah, I used to write down my description like while I was saying it on the line. Think you remember that? I'm, I'm Dominican and black. I'm not Dominican and black, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yo, oh yo, oh he, oh he makes mix. Oh he makes mix. He real big. Yo, like, oh he, oh he, he different. He like, different, different. Like you know what? That was before foreign. Right. Literally, y'all. That's literally before. That's what you said. Yeah, yo. They like, oh my goodness. Now you can just see porn everywhere. But now it's like, oh my gosh, he's Dominican and black. I wonder what he looked like. <laughs> Can you send me a picture? Be like, oh, now he Dominican and black. I want to do his mama do hair. Like, send me a picture <laughs> with your three megapixel camera. And there's gonna be a little blurred out. You gotta hold that shit. Like, even the way niggas took pictures back then has changed. Oh like, my god, it just be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what type of? What is this? Like, why are you holding like, it to your face like this? Hella focused. Whatever happened to that device that people were getting when it was holding their phones to take pictures? Oh, you saw the selfie stick? I had one. It just recently broke. But yeah. yeah. I stopped seeing people using it. Yeah, they don't that know. is true, yo. Yeah, that was like a much, whole yeah. trend phase of people with yeah. selfie mm-hmm. sticks. People actually still actively use them. Mm-hmm. But um, you see a lot of people using them the majority of the time like when they're on trips and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Especially with the shit like GoPros and shit now. We don't need a selfie stick. Now they got body vests with the GoPro on the bitch. Now the new I just think you walk around live all day like this. Yo, I day. hate that shit. That shit actually bothers me. This girl bumped into me one time, like she was in the car having a conversation at Popeyes, or whatever. I'm just on live. First of all, first of all, it's the Popeyes. I'm so jealous. It's the Popeyes fault. We never said that. We never said that shit all the time. Where people like, yeah, yo, and they're like, 
I mean, see, my head, I'm, 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 cause I, I feel like, like in my head, I have an alter ego in my head that's like mm-hmm. the funniest comedian ever to live mm-hmm. in my head. So I be sitting down when I see people doing shit like that, and I be like, yo, I would start looking around my surroundings, like, yo, I wonder if I had some shit, and just like threw that bitch while they on this live and thinking they shit, some shit popping in the head. It was around, like, what the fuck was that? Then it turns the world stuff. Shit, hey, Joe, you know what I mean? Like, mm. So you better than me because my thought process would have been, I wonder if I creep and choke them the shit out the fuck out with they, <laughs> they still they, they still be on live. Look, bro, <laughs> y'all saw it first. Y'all saw it first. Would you still be on live then? Like, no. Dude, has anyone ever live recorded themselves getting fucked up before? Um, like, yo, I've seen, yeah, seen some shit where yeah, yeah, where it's been. Well, no, I've seen niggas get shot. Accident, yeah. Do y'all see the one? It was this girl that she was beefing with somebody on live, and then she put the phone down, and the girl came to our door, and she came to the house and beat up in the house. No, what? That's on Facebook now. Oh wow, I gotta, I gotta find that one. That's I know, I know. The the funniest shit I remember was when the game recorded himself beating up forty clock. Oh man, yeah, he, was, he was holding the phone. Like that. <laughs> he ran down. He, he was like, "Got blood on my sixes, nigga." <laughs> Yo, Louie beat him up, put him in a bush and shit. He was like. The, but the worst lives, the worst shit. lives are the girls that think they super cute. They just be playing music and don't nothing be happening, but you just playing with your head. They don't talk or nothing. Just and they don't know it turns to a joke. Right. It but, really does. But, yeah. but but make it even more fucked up is then you get all these views. Why all these views here? Nah, bro. I be seeing some shit where niggas get the packing bitches up straight on the live. Like, oh, you ain't doing nothing now. Niggas is finding shit to talk about. Like, right. <laughs> that bitch up forehead, bitch. The shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of big ass foreheads, Summer Walker. <laughs> Military. Get, let me tell you something. Militia. <sighs> Everybody cool. is aware of Summer Walker and this whole um, social anxiety. Why am I using air quotes? Because you can't have social anxiety and be on social media. That doesn't make sense. I feel as though that is not a thing. This is the, the <laughs> whole era of you are such an internet gangster, and it's ridiculous. Number one. If you make music and you are an entertainer, you are in the entertainment business. That business is going to come with some shit that is going to be sociable. You have to talk to people. You have to have interview. I would never been able to do this interview with Summer Walker because I would have punched in the fucking face. <laughs> never would have been able to do this. No, I just feel like you because you're go. not going to. You, you can go. You can be gone. You Yours can, right there. You can, be gone. you can go. Right you can be gone. Um, I don't believe that. She understands that. Like, I don't think she understands that. I think that oh. she doesn't get that she has to be wrong. entertaining. Who like, the fuck even is Summer Walker? I've never heard no, of No, like, I've listened, I've listened to the album, and there's there some songs that, I, that if I played them, you kind of remember because you kind of may have heard me play them. But she's actually okay. I'm and, saying, like, and I've album never heard great. of her at all until I saw the meme pop up where the niggas photoshopped her with an army. <laughs> with the military outfit on yeah, like this. Yo. I was like, who the fuck is this in this meme? I've never been that sort of original picture. I was like, But like her, her music her music is really, really good R and B. It really is. But and she dating London on the track, which is weird. But um not surprised. Not surprised. But she definitely I can't do the rapper a rapper chick by the way. Yeah. I, I I I'm not I would never be I would never be able to have a girlfriend that's an artist. I just couldn't do it, yo. Yeah. It's just like but you still got paid for beats. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no free beats around this motherfucker. Right. I'm gonna try you. Fuck you, baby. Nah, you already have that happen now. <laughs> Me mm-hmm. for the first time. Nah, sure. You still got paid. You're right. Yeah, okay. We, we go home to the same bed, but 
still so got right. I want my I want my publishing. I want my copyrights. Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck that. You, hey, look, she might blow up on some shit and dump me. Where's my money? Now she ended up dating a nigga like <coughs> on the track, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting back in the house, cold, alone. My name is drug dealer, mud, right. shit. Give a discount. Or you feel me? Like nah, nigga. But yeah, no. So I, I don't. I don't believe that. I believe, like for instance. Even with Michael Jackson, with all of the craziness that, that it was, Michael was an entertainer. Yeah. Beyonce is an entertainer. Cardi is an entertainer, no matter what level you put that on. You can't go, first of all, first of all, the only person that can stand on a goddamn stage and just stand in one goddamn place is Mariah Carey. That is it. <laughs> that is it. You are not allowed as a new artist today to stand in one place unless your song is such a ballad that it creates. You're immediately being compared at the end of the day. And that's the thing I think a lot of artists understand today. Like, it's so crazy. I just had this conversation with, the, uh, with one of the artists last night right. at the studio and shit. Shout out to the Goldman. We had a good time last night. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I, I tried to party but ended up still having to work. But um, yeah. is this... this um, I'm texting you like, nigga, this is the time. longest listening session we ever. Have a, we, had a, we turned the studio to an after hours um, every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm there expecting this chill and shit. And then my man, I walk into my man, he's like, yo, yo, you're finally here. I got an artist. I'm like, all right, I could make a quick listening session real quick. Bring mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I had to be in that bitch for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half. Once I leave out of the studio with her, getting her contact and all that stuff, after letting her hear shit, my other man's just sitting right on the couch at the studio. Room. He was like, "Yo, oh, you here? Yo, I got, I got to let you hear this. I need to hear some family." Like, yeah. All right. Go back into the room. I can't even enjoy myself. Niggas out no. here partying, freaking off and shit. I'm sitting in the room. Like, time. <laughs> niggas and shit. But yeah. I did tell that new artist. I was like. You know, a lot of these artists don't understand what hustle is. We're mm-hmm. grinding, you know, with the music shit. That's a hustle, period, yeah. no matter how you look at it. Yeah. It's not a nine to five. You can mm-hmm. treat it like a nine to five, but it's a hustle. You have to put work in if you want to be noticed. And it's not always about being famous. Right. No, it's just mm-hmm. building rapport somewhere where you where your face card good. Mm-hmm. You feel know I me? Mean? You can walk into an establishment that's big enough and like, oh, you here? Bro, we got a slot for you. Don't even worry about it. Like how Brandon did right. for me for the beat market shit. Yep, exactly. This, my man's, he... He he unbrushed the lineup room um, downtown. He paid for me my way to do the beat market. It's like a um, basically like a flea market for producers. Oh, uh, okay. It's so sick. It's like a pop up shop for fucking producers. Like we all come in increments of four, set a laptop down, and there's tons of artists walking around. Everybody networking, walking around. Mm-hmm. You basically it's like a one stop shop for beats. You yep. walk up to an art a producer. Yeah, I'm looking for this, this, this. I play you the sound. You listen to it on live. You exchange numbers. Buy your shit on the spot. Mm-hmm. But you, as a producer, you got paid for to the obviously that slot because yeah. what you make is a hundred percent of your profit. This nigga paid for me. Like he was like, "Yo, oh, I, I got your slot already." But that's just because you know I'm a I'm a huge supporter person. Mm-hmm. We don't have that no more. And nuggets, my fuckers is lazy. And I and I also think that the beat market is an amazing, amazing situation. <sighs> Like it I've is, never heard it of it like before. You know what? I wonder if we could ever just flip it on its ear. You know what I'm saying to you? Instead of artists looking for producers, producers looking for artists. That's that's that. You know that's actually the whole thing behind it. Yeah. That's the whole actual. That's what he said. The whole goal was right. for producers to find more artists to work with. Gotcha. But in gotcha. the midst of it, you can still make purchases on the spot. That's why it just calls it the beat market. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know gotcha. Because gotcha, gotcha, you're getting everything all of yeah, it. Yeah. You can. It's like a one stop shop. Like, hey, maybe I might find. And I and I've met a lot of artists from that shit who okay. I still connect with today. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. real shit. It, it, you'll be surprised. Like I said, this this ball and it was fucked up. It's stuff like that. It's what these regular, typical motherfuckers don't even know is happening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shit like that. Little events like that. In the cut. 
you know, that shit's right on uh, Saratoga. Star- yeah, Saratoga. Yeah. Like, right over there. You know where Maryland Art Place is? Yeah. It's in the same building. I would have never known that. Yeah, on the lineup room, it's my boy Brandon. He runs it. It's all it's on upstairs. The, it's on the top floor? Yeah, on the top floor. Yeah. Like, right in Maryland Art Place, there's a studio upstairs. And they be having another thing called the, um, the um, Baltimore Beat Club. I don't know when the next one is, but basically this shit, he throws this event too. Mm-hmm. And this takes place downstairs at Maryland Place. Mm-hmm. That's so, what Saturday is? Sometimes, or oh, normally he'll do Thursdays. Um, I believe Thursdays. But it's basically um, an event where you come in there, it's a sheet of paper. You sign up as an artist or a producer, or you can do both. But you get called by name, yeah. by random. So, like, if if my name on the list, he'll call my name and he'll call an artist by random. I gotta come up, play a beat, you gotta come up and just spit bars That's on the spot. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. dope. You remember shit like That's that is existing here. <laughs> That's dope. And I love I love shit like that. I love that. Alright, so moving on from the Ratchet and Ridiculous, because the rest of it was all trash and I'm tired. Um, <laughs> so my man Lee Stevens is in the building. How many of y'all were in the scholars? The original group it was three. Right. And then after that, it was a total of five. Okay. But I mean, if I go into it at first, it was me, Lee Steven, and I had different names at the time when I first started. This is true. So I, my first name was Arcane. Mm-hmm. That's a sick name. There were other people that had that name at Baltimore at the time, so I changed it to Infinite. Mm-hmm. That was too deep. And then <laughs> it went to people just calling me my name backwards, like, Lee Steve, Lee Steve. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me try this. kind of like smooth name to, to try. Right. So it was me, Cataclysm. Which was my next door neighbor. He mm-hmm. shortened his name to Keta. Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy that lived on a black name, Acuity. He, mm-hmm. was, he was going to be here last Sunday, mm-hmm. but he went out of town for Thanksgiving this, right. this weekend. So it was us three. He didn't really rap like that. It was just me and Keta. When Keta started to venture into doing other things, I ran into other people through Keta that rapped. They were from New Jersey. And Queens, New York, mm-hmm. and they were going to Morgan at the time, and we we're all working together at Nextel. So we wound up doing music Come together. Come on, Nextel, you know that that nigga just threw it back. He said Nextel. That's how I know this is wrong. That time, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> where you at? Yes. <laughs> like, <Exactly. laughs> right. So um, at that time, we called ourselves the Scholars and Kings. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was our version of boot camp or, or like boot camp. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was those were the good old days. That's dope, yo. That name, I like. I love a unique, like that's it. That you put obviously put thought into figuring out what the fuck your name's gonna be. Right. Mm-hmm. Not like you just gonna call yourself Lil Dance or some shit. Right. <laughs> right. Or Mo. Or it took shit. so long to come up with a name. Yeah. No, I, 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 I it took name. me five years. Yeah. Oh, for this my name, Optical. Yeah. Oh, that's a dope name. Yeah. yeah. It took me five years to come up with that name. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I went through transitions of. Should I come? No, I can't call myself this too much. Like, really, like, so battle with yourself. It was like, yeah. you want your name to ring a bell. Like, I mean, I did research. It took me that long because I had to make sure, and I am the only obstacle beast in existence. Right. I, I made sure, they have a website you can actually type in. Um, it's for, like, trademarking and stuff. You can actually type oh, in okay. names, and mm-hmm. it literally shows you if that name is used. And yeah. You can, like, type it exactly as it is. Mm-hmm. It shows you anywhere on the planet if it's being used, yeah. and it's copyrighted and shit. It lets you know that. I did that with mine. I said, nope, I'm the only one. Yeah. yeah. Only one. I am not the only one. <laughs> you have... Yeah, you that, are that, that, not I'm not the only young smooth, but... Um, I am the only one that's on the top of Google. Yeah. So I'm, I'm right. always, always at the first in the first page of Google. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never fails. Um, so 
All right, let's get into some deep shit. What made you want to do hip hop out of everything else to do in the world? Family. Well, I come from a family where music was played all day long. Mm -hmm. They played all the, the old school 60s, 70s music. Um, my father played the jazz organ, he could sing. My mom did poetry, she could sing. I have cousins that were in rap groups in the early 90s. They had cassette tapes and, and um, they would just play music at cookouts and stuff. And oh, I was like, yeah. I, I want to do that. And then 88.9, different artists in Baltimore earlier in that time, mm -hmm. like Scar Akbar and oh. Norm School, like around that time, I wanted to do that. And those people were around me. I got to meet them face to face. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted to do it myself. So we started off battling people at the Inner Harbor, going to Crazy John's, getting the oh. ciphers. And when we saw people looking at us, getting big eyes, like, wow, like, like maybe we're nice. Mm -hmm. So at that point, we started going to studios and recording. And from there, I guess it became a passion. Mm -hmm. It was therapeutic. It was something that just took me to a whole other place. That's what's up. That's probably the best answer I've heard to that question in yeah, quite a while. Surprised. Like a lot of people, that's a question a lot of people um, normally have the same. It's like a repetitive yeah. resp um, response when we. It's always it's always my why did you fall in love with hip hop question, but just not as. <laughs> but people um, don't you know yeah. want to answer it. It's more just like oh I, I grew up on hip hop. Or oh, I've listened to X Y Z sound. I mean, no shade of that because yeah. I mean it's and not that's, great. That that as repetitive as that answer might be, that's normally the the case. How right. people actually get on the music, you know? right? Well, all my friends around me, we all rapped. We all listened to the same kind of hip hop. Mm -hmm. right. So we would all. Getting the ciphers, we wanted to be the best person to cipher where everybody else was around watching. Mm -hmm. So every day we came out, we would have a, a new rhyme that we memorized to say, mm -hmm. or even freestyling, and it, it made us just want to keep going. I remember. Um, that's, I, that's genius. That's like, you know how genius that sounds? That's that is legit performing. It is. Like, yeah, yeah that's, not, that's, that's, that's sick. That's legit, like, performing. Like, y'all really came out basically and through your own performance, like, unintentionally, but yeah. intentionally. Like, I'm, we're gonna do this specifically, and then we know this gonna capture niggas' ears. I remember, <laughs> look, and I remember like That's the it. way that I got I got introduced to Lee Stevens was through my best friend, and which is his cousin. And what is hilarious is she was actually the first person that brought brought you in, in into my earshot, and I was um, like, "Yo, he is dope. Who the fuck is? I'm like, who the fuck is this? She was like, oh, "That's my cousin," and um, it was. One song was like verbal assassination or some shit like that. Wow, you took it back. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the kid, like, and y'all, and it was, it's funny because I actually, I remember in one of my bars, I actually used that. We verbal assassins. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah, right, yeah, so, and I got that because I got that from you. That is exactly where, that's exactly where I got that from. And I remember, um, I, we was in, we, I was in the 10th grade and she was in the 11th, and that became my best friend when she would go to war for me mm -hmm. and um she actually helped me develop my my my, my style and then that's when i started working with your cousin oh. jeff and okay. all that shit and then you know she was very pivotal in that way and was like yo right you should write you should write and i just started writing and right. it was i remember wanting to do actually i originally wrote for owens mills as far mm -hmm. as their newspaper was concerned and i still had this to this day um where it was like the godsons and it was like 
everybody that wanted to rap, which none of these niggas do anymore, anymore. But there's a whole black and white picture, and I wrote the article underneath of it. Oh, so that's how I knew I love, I love, love hip hop. And then your cousin was instrumental in that, and then that's when I got with Jeffrey, and then I had to fight with Jeffrey. But, <laughs> but it just, it just was what it was. But it, it. it Push me to a determination to right. do my own shit. So I thank you for that, cause yes, cause we mental abusers, verbal assassins. That is where that that is where that line yeah. came from. Um, mm-hmm. um, so what does this sound like for this album? What are we What are we feeling? I know it's different than the Scholars album. Like, what, how does this sound at this point? Okay, well, I kept for my core audience the whole hip hop, boom bap. I have a couple of those tracks in there. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to show people that I can compete with what's out now. Right. There was a time where I had a close friend who said, well, you wouldn't sound right trying to rhyme on a trap beat. Like, you should stick to doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person whenever somebody tells me I can't do something, I have proved it. How dare you even question my, my, my ability right. with this music shit? I feel, like, I feel like that's a question I would have never asked because to me it's like, if you can do the boom back, mm-hmm. you can... Anyone who I've like, who I have, who I've heard that solely does boom bap and shit like that, they destroy traps. Traps is too easy. That's why they don't do it. Right. It's like no, nah, like if not the boom bap game, real lyricism mm. said that was only spat on trap beats as opposed, and it was the other way around. It would be the same way. You're like, nah, this shit's too easy. Yo, you got, you got to challenge yourself. But and it, look, I, look, I had a challenge yesterday. I never battled. I never. This nigga got a battle record. Yeah, I got a battle record. Yeah, we ended up, we ended up battle record. Yeah. Like, I never do it. I jump all out of the only reason why I used to jump because you jumped. No, I just, I just, we were just, we were just in the conference room like after a while. We were in the conference room, all of us in there chilling and shit, and it was a battle rap going. Right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a writer, and I know my, yeah. you know, I know my strength. Niggas you know literally, what I mean? yo, <laughs> he jumped out that bitch too, jumped out there, chill. I was like, <laughs> that's the only reason why I did it. I was like, all right, I got back, <laughs> got back my man's up, yo. Put my cup down and shit. Yo, it was so, it was so good. It's so not going to be your last time. It, it probably won't be because, you know, I ate these niggas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, like, what other genre, uh, uh, genres of music inspire you and inspire your hip-hop? Rock. Um, I grew up listening to alternative rock mm-hmm. at one time. One of my jobs, I used to be an electrician helper, and they would listen to rock music all day. Yeah. So I'd be like, well, what was this? Slablant, Nirvana, like like, like those type of groups. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I I like the music videos. They were kind of different. They definitely were. They definitely were. So you go to a show, you get into a mosh pit, get elbowed in your face. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. That shit is dead. I've seen it happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's it's cool to just, that type of shit, there's always, I love rock music too. Like, you know, very certain groups. Like, that's, I just always stick to that earphones. I'm not going to a group. That's a different type of level of like you watch a little pump on the stage and niggas just fist pumping. No, nah, that shit is like <laughs> you might see you get drop kicked out of nowhere. <laughs> this shit happens. You but. need to start going to them silent parties and shit with the headphones already on them. I, I really want to go to one. I really I do want to go to one. I really My do. My boy goes to some shits all the time yeah. in BC. I really yeah. want to go to one. It was funny just to watch people with the headphones on when they're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they be getting it though. What the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> Actually, I probably be the worst. I ain't gonna lie to you because get me drunk and and the headphones and that's it. Bruh, and then you got I, the yellow people like, hey, like, uh-uh. just imagine like every everybody I hear you take it off and it's dead silent. And that's how it is. Yeah, 
All, all you hear is just screaming and stuff and, and laughing. Yo, I, I, yeah, I got, I got another one. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I, I need that explanation. Like you go in and like you about to be like, yeah, we about to get this party. It's, it's about to be hype. And you won't hear nothing. But then all you hear is the laughing, the giggling, and screaming. And different is, headphones have different colors, so like you listen to different songs. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah I got Yeah, it's and it's like, and you'll actually, uh, you literally see the DJ up there and like some of them will have it where the lights will play and you, you can see what he's on. Okay. Yeah, like what that DJ is doing over okay. in, in that okay. in that section. Um, so Or some of them, I've seen it where they break them off, where they break off, they may break off three different DJs and you, your earphone will connect to whatever that color is. Right. And yeah. you just, and you, and like DJs are battling and scratching and all type of yeah. shit. So it's, I think that was in, that was the one that was in L.A. There was one that was in L.A. and I know there's one. There's one in L.A. I know there's one in D.C. and I think there was another one. that might have been like in New York. And they did a rooftop one that I saw one time. I was like, oh, that shit lit. Yeah. They, they have them in Baltimore though. They do. They, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't yeah, checked them. It's kind of new all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like as far as here, here, like in Baltimore, it's like just touching mm-hmm. the same floor. But D.C. No, yeah, that shit's definitely four fact in D.C. So, um, what inspires your lyrics though? Because I, I, in this project, I definitely heard a lot of family pain in this project. But again, I only heard it because I'm familiar with it. So that's that's I'm cheating. But what inspires your, your lyricism? I write every day. I could be at a red light and I could hear a word on the radio and be like, oh, tedious. Or something, just something simple as that. And just yeah. write it on the piece of paper real quick or my phone. And then I just keep adding stuff throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what inspires me? There were different artists growing up that I would listen to for certain things. Like, for example, when I was in my battle stage, um, Cannabis, there was a time where he was out. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I th- back then I thought that he was freestyling. I didn't know that it was written. So mm-hmm. I was trying to freestyle on that kind of level. Mm-hmm. And, and that pushed me to get better. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't freestyling on his level, but I was getting close to it. Mm-hmm. So I started writing down rhymes like that and memorizing them and going to ciphers. Um, Cassidy, and then when he came out, like, like around that time, the whole mixtape era. Mm-hmm. Um, so being competitive against other people that were nice, also, mm-hmm. it would keep me sharp. Like, how do you say, still sharp and still? Yeah, so I would go home, put on my headphones, listen to different artists, and then get in my pad and pen, and it's right, right. Like, when what do you read? Like, because clearly a lot of a lot of your lyrics are just definitely in depth. Like, well, I, what do you read? Like, what's your what's your outside? I could go from. 48 Laws of Power mm-hmm. to um, how-to magazines to comic books. I, I, I'll go from any, anywhere to get any kind of um, imagination, any, anything to add to my lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed that too because I was like really kind of listening to the album. Like I listen to the album. What I do when I, we do like uh, interviews like this, I'll sit in the basement and I go through and I listen to the album. And the first thing, I actually have to listen to it like maybe two to three times. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I listen to is going to be the beat selection. Has to be beat selection immediately. And I'm like, okay. And that's what I'm listening to as I'm listening to it. Second thing is lyricism. And okay. then that's just like, okay. And I'll hear lyricism, lyricism as I'm listening, mm-hmm. but... The the goal is to like really feel and hear the punchlines and everything else and and that cadence and making sure that, that that's great. And then the last thing is the order of selection because like yo, if your order is off, 
It is, <laughs> it fucks me up every single time. Yo, I cannot stand a sloppy ordered album. I can't. That's one of like, the hardest parts for me. I, but the funny thing about it, it you know, the funny thing about it is, that's the best part for me. Like, if I could do that for all artists, I would love it. Mm-hmm. To be able to say, yo, I love this song. I think this song should go here. This song should go in the middle. This song should go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that part for me, it's like Tetris. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like Tetris. Um, I love that part. I drop. Um, I do instrumental projects every year. Mm-hmm. So I drop an album every year on my birthday in June. It's mm-hmm. all just all just instrumental. So I'll do like an actual instrumental album, like legit intro skits. Like mm-hmm. I do that in depth to shit. So it's like um, I love organizing. And the thing is, like me, over a span of a month, I'll make like 50 beats, 60 mm-hmm. beats in a month. Yeah. And then I just got shit to pick from. So I can just sit down, I'll take a day and just sit in the studio for fucking five hours. Eight. Just picking. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll do a quick eight, ten shit, ten hours just mm-hmm. sitting in the studio, like, take, take this. This sounds like you can do this. I love that part. Like, mm-hmm. that part is like, all right. It's like writing a book almost. Yeah. Like, I got all of this volume of shit, and it's like, okay. You sound like this. You fit. You're you're a track five. Yeah. You know, and but me like what I do is I immediately pick. I'm up. So I make I make my intro or my track one. I I, I intentionally make that a track one. Yeah. When I so when as I'm making that beat, my mentality is track one. Right. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be it's gonna be ear capturing guarantees. So I make it specifically fit to that. Mm-hmm. Then after that's done, I immediately make my middle track and I make my end track. Then I make shit in between. That fills in between. Uh, so I do yeah. it different. I like I'll start. I'll first track. I'll do that intentionally based around a number one. Mm-hmm. Then I'll make my middle one next. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I got to make something that you got to go out with a bang. So I'll have that mentality. This has to end it properly. Okay. Bam! Now I'm like, I'm gonna choose a track two, three, okay. four. You know what? You know what? I, um, what what else we did at one time? Um, I remember I was in a group of people that when I forgot who's it wasn't around that time right. the era with that, um, but it was a group of people um, that we had a bowl and mm-hmm. in the bowl were the titles of the songs. Yeah. So we mixed it up and then we just threw it onto the table and kind of played with them physically because right. I have to have that physical touch and then we listened to each song and then lined up where exactly it should go and then that was like and then that picture of it being on the table ended up being their cover art okay. so I was like okay and that was that was the back cover art for all the list of the right. songs or whatever so okay. I was like but that but that was fun but for me like that is the best part like I could I could almost do without recording as long as I could put your put songs together in order um one of the things that I loved about it is that it definitely had a um, a Baltimore feel in that underground sense. How do you feel like the Baltimore scene has changed, especially from you being in it so earlier till now? There's so many different music influences for a lot of the artists now. Um, I would say that as of right now, there, there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of new platforms, a lot of artists can do more than one thing. They don't just rap. Mm-hmm. So that's that's, that's that's a good thing. No, that's that's yeah. That's literally true. People are branding themselves better. Mm-hmm. That's what we're learning. Mm-hmm. People are learning now that remember, like what what I notice about the game now, yo, is like the technology has cut out the A and R. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there was a time that I like you know back then in the eighties. 90s, you know, coming up, these artists had to have a representative. Yeah. Had to have somebody that's going to, you know, in, the, in these A&Rs or 
managers per se, uh, you know, they're covering the, the extra extra shit on the side, like, okay, I'm gonna do your press, your media, uh, yeah. we're gonna push your shit. Now it's like, I can be an underground artist pushing my own shit straight off right. my phone. Right. Oh, right. I just finished dropping the track, record it, bam, mix it down, cover art, pay this nigga, do my cover art, pay this nigga, shoot, shoot two videos of singles. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, I'm gonna blast this shit, I'm gonna pay for it, they, and you can pay for promotion. Right. I'm gonna go online, I'm gonna go on YouTube. All right, I'm going to pay for headership boost. I'm going to go on Facebook, pay for a boost. Go on SoundCloud, pay for a boost. Throw these songs up, boom, now your shit, now your shit gets some revenue. Mm-hmm. Now niggas is, like, you can do everything from this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yep. As one entity. Feel mm-hmm. me? Like, don't, think the don't be thing. a nigga with the business, you know, with, with the business, business mindset. Business mindset and, mm-hmm. like, actual experience in that field, like, uh, scholar type shit. Like, right. you actually went to school for this type of shit. Because now you're deadly. Now you're sitting back, like, you a one man army. I think the only thing that's missing in that in the artist relation was, um, the same thing like with Summer Walker, which is artists learning to be personable with fans. Because right. a lot of times everybody mm-hmm. sits back behind the keyboard to yeah. do a lot of things that they need to do, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. I think another thing that artist relation really did it show artists how to be artists and entertainers. Because yeah. that was the one portion. You're right. The marketing portion was a big portion that they did forever. And they did all of that for you, which is fine. But them scoping and molding you into an artist and an artistry and showing you those before, that so I feel like the A&R is missing from hip-hop completely. I mean, yeah. and, I mean, just music in general. They, like, they got this website, like, even, like, me as a producer, even for us, like, they got this uh, website called BeatStars. Mm. This yeah. shit is crazy. Like, my nigga, you can literally, I have a BeatStars account. I can upload beats to BeatStars, right? Link my PayPal to this shit. And you can create the different prices based on what instrumental they're Okay, if you're leasing it or getting rents, pricing it, all that shit. Link all of your social media to it. You can link your YouTube, link your SoundCloud. You can link these things to this website. Mm-hmm. This literally, for us as producers, this cuts out having to do any middleman shit with anybody. Right. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, um, you got a place where I can listen to some of your stuff. Oh, yeah, so let me send you my, my SoundCloud. I'm going to send you my BeatStars because mm-hmm. you can purchase straight off. And I know I'm gonna have fire on there, yeah, right? So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw it up there. It's like a flea market. It's oh. like you go, you go to a flea market, and it's like this person is a flea market with this one booth, and the, and the person who run the booth ain't even there. You know what? He just got shit up. You feel me? Speaking of which, there's actually gonna be a newer way too. There are like these sound cards where you can hand out the card. Just tell you to take a picture. Or something? Yeah, and you just take a picture of it, and then all of the music comes onto your phone. Bro, that's so that crazy. shit is gonna be fucking that's awesome. Deadly, I thought about you the other day. It was on Instagram, and I thought about you the other day about that because I was like, "Yo, if you do that, oh, I'll be handing that bitch out like fucking crack." And, and if <laughs> <laughs> like you get on the quick. Um. So the how does this project differ from a scholar project? Like, how's it? How does it differ? It's me, but I'm I'm showing, I'm bringing producers back from my original project. So I have a lot of my original producers from when I was on the scholars. Mm-hmm. But it's it's me by myself. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I'm doing courses. I have I have I've artists doing courses as well. I'm doing different topics mm-hmm. on there, but. Before this project, I had a project called Scorpio's World, which mm-hmm. came out at the same time the Drake and Scorpion. Wow. Right. So that's right. that's why I kind of slowed up on promotion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is called S Files for those that didn't know, because I know we mm-hmm. didn't really touch that. But go ahead. So it's it's called S Files. You can find it on Everywhere. all the streaming 
places you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, the cover, my man Mega Bros. He's a cartoonist. He has his own clothing line in Baltimore. Also, he has an Instagram. If you type Mega Bro Clothing, all that stuff will come up. Mm-hmm. So he he drew my my album cover. The album cover is a picture. X Files, if you remember that show, <laughs> which that was my shit. So that's why like, when he said X-Files, that's the first I thought about mm-hmm. like, it's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, okay, X-Files, okay. Lee Steven, X-Files. It's the fucking infamous theme song. Like, hey, like, I just, like, it's funny, when you say shit like that, when mm-hmm. there are classic things that you, right, you, you, you say, say X-Files, that theme song comes to your mind. Really popped in my head when I almost put that on a skit on that album, but I was like... I got, I got three things that will make you automatically think about their themes. If I say X-Files, you hear it. If I say The Simpsons... Yeah. You hear it. Yeah. If I say X X Men, sorry, you hear that yeah. immediately. Like, and I think that's kind of what this album is bringing. It's giving you those great classic boom bap elements. Um, it's giving you almost a Baltimore story, a lot of Baltimore stories in there, which I love. Um, and is it has heart? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's dope. I. I've been we've been doing this for the last three years and sometimes you just don't see that level of heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, um you you talk about like you talk about your grandmother <laughs> quite frequently it, throughout it, which I loved your grandmother. She was freaking awesome. She was amazing. Which you know actually, I don't know if you know this, but my wife actually grew up in the street before where your grandmother lived at. Or around that Paris area? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah? Yeah. So your grandmother and them had the pink house. Yeah. On, the, on the far side mm-hmm. um, um, My wife grew up on Bellevue On the other side So you, wow, they was on you, Yeah, yeah She was on Penhurst and, and it was on Bellevue So when Rita used to live Around there You probably was right So actually The funny thing is When Rita and um, When I got with Maxine When I got my wife I want to say we were about We were Maybe two years in mm. um, I was on the phone with Rita And she was kind of talking about it and they never knew that they actually knew each other. Oh, wow. And they were actually cool with each other because they knew that um, Maxine always had dogs. Right. And at the time, I think she had Sugar, which was a German Shepherd, and she was talking about that, too. Oh, wow. So, such a small, small, small world. But, yeah. And I used to go over to the cookouts and shit yeah. and see, <laughs> see Derek and everybody in there. So, yeah. And your grandmother showed me so much love. I loved her. I miss her. And I kind of wish I could have been there for y'all with that. But, yeah, she was she was definitely it was funny. But as far as the writing, mm-hmm. um, whatever I'm going through at that time, I'll add it in. Yeah. So this album, I probably worked on for about a year. So let's say, for example, around a time when um, my grandma was in the hospital, mm-hmm. I may have just added some lines about what I was going through at that time and put that in a song. So then near the end, when I had about 15, 17 songs, I was picking out from those. And a lot of those were all the songs... Things I was dealing with at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, that's another great thing too. I think you, you definitely poured a lot of emotion into this, and this is dope. It's Appreciate it's it. an all around dope project. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, um, and I've listened to the Scotland stuff, and I I have seen you branch, and you've also talked to somebody that's watched Shakira for quite a long time, and has gotten a chance to rap beside you, because I yo. The Walk the Line song that I told you that KK did that one time, yeah. like, Yo's on here and he says a particular line that he is not K Dot. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do you feel about the comparisons? Because that is the biggest thing I know that people say that your voice and your inflection tone sounds like Kendrick. When it first 
when it first happened, it used to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. And it would always happen the same way. Like, I could be around a girl, like, hey, guess what? You know what you sound like? <laughs> I'm like, let me guess, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, how you know? How you know? Somebody said it before? Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm, my rebuttal to that is I've had this voice before I even knew. You were Kendrick Lamar was, right. I always sound like right. this. But before him, I mean, first it was Q-Tip. People said I sounded like him. Okay. It was Cassidy at one time. Mm-hmm. So whenever somebody has a certain distinctive voice, they may bring me up mm-hmm. for it. But Kendrick stood out the longest. Yeah. So from there, I, I tried to make sure that I I had different kinds of flows in the head. Mm-hmm. Where I would try to pick different kinds of beats that he wouldn't choose. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't seem like if I'm trying to sound like him. And so emulate him. And emulate him. Right. And right. now, luckily, he's... he's an, an alien now and his music is, is completely different yeah so he's going a different direction than I am with yeah. my music yeah um, do you find that it's a bigger stretch because of that like trying to keep your musical integrity and not sound like him like is it, is it a hard stretch in that way in the beginning yeah because at that time when a lot of people were trying to sound like they were from down south or somewhere else yeah I was going in the direction where the underground hip hop sound and at that time, he was around on those kind of beats too. Mm-hmm. So people would say, "Oh, you sound like Kendrick Lamar. You sound like you should be a part of that cat." Right, right, right. I, mean, I can only imagine hearing that shit so much. It's like, all right, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like yo, we get it. I said, all right, we get it. Like, yeah. But you know what? Actually, I will tell you some. Of, most of my favorite rappers that I love, love from Baltimore, like you and my man, Mr. Nobles, yeah, all yeah. sound like people that, that are in the industry, which is. A great thing, a and I can feel where y'all feel as though that that's that's. You know, you know who who Carlos sound like now? Think about it, yo. Pusha. No, Buckshot. Ooh, maybe. Yes. It's so crazy, okay. yo. I was I listening to um. His albums came out too. Mm-hmm. Yo, shout to definitely fucks with Buckshot. Love Buckshot. I was yeah. listening to um, 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 the formula with him and Knife One. Okay. And um, I was listening to um that um a couple of days ago. And I was listening to uh, what song was it? Throwing shade. Mm-hmm. It was seven o'clock. Boy, this is like um, you ain't shit. Yeah. I know you kind. <laughs> Y'all listen to that, and and, and it's how Buckshot started at seven o'clock. When the wide away. I was like, yeah, this sound just like fucking Carlos. Yeah. I was like, Y'all got to send the link. I should call. Him. I was like, Yo, listen to this song. This is this, this exactly. Is who you sound like but yeah. at first I was like I, that's what I thought about at first I was like yo he give me pushing vibes yeah. he does have he is he definitely has a push he's a push a cadence he's a push a cadence but he doesn't have the funny how I'm gonna say this he has a push a cadence but he doesn't have to push a push yeah. if that yeah. make, if that makes sense no, no, like right, it's right. not the, that the, the, the charisma aspect yeah. because Carlos is so kind of subtle and laid back he's yeah. subtle as hell and laid back his yeah. bars are all like, you, see, you see how Fab is yeah. Carlos is like a, a fab, fab with a push The energy okay. is just like laid back it's like a steady, laid back, yeah. very. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna hear Carlos yell on yeah. the track ever. He's never gonna scream. Yeah. He's never gonna project his voice. Like currency. Yeah, yeah. literally like currency. Like yeah. It's gonna be real chills, laid back, relaxed. But he still spent some hot shit. Which he actually bought currency to me, and that is why. Oh, wow. That is why. Um, on freeze is 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 that, that play up on G? Like I I love I love that song. Like that song is everything. Yeah, but sure. that's just like with you. Um, I think the the difference in the Kendrick is definitely Kendrick tries everything 
vocally in a different kind of way, but I think mm-hmm. that you um, primarily Lisa's stand a prime, is a prime example yeah. of that. Yeah. Like Kendrick really tried the old, yeah. the squeaky voice thingy, like, you know, the pitching and yeah. all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, we're talking about Mona Lisa? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, was, okay, uh-huh. I get it. Like, yeah. Trying to experiment. And show Which is great. Which there are only a few artists that can really do that. I would say Kendrick, M, Luda, and Nikki are probably my only artists that can really give you. Eh, I got Busta doing it too. Busta, but not as but Busta more bars than he. But Busta does it, but not as much. But Busta, okay. So here's the thing. Out of those that I named, those are the ones that do that alter ego situation. Oh yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. To you, busted not so much. Busted spits though. Like let's let's be clear. Oh yeah, and, and the only <laughs> thing, but I think what what you may think with that is Busta also does the patois, which that's something completely different. Like you don't. No, I mean like you know I, mean? I mean like when it's just I mean like just pitching his voice. Just yeah, no, no, head, definitely, right? definitely, he definitely definitely does do that. My last question for the night is the ultimate question, the game breaker question: top five dead or alive. Who are your favorite MCs? I saw that coming. As a part, I have different, I have different um, lists. I have my all around list, mm-hmm. and I have my current list. And let's do your all around list. Okay, let me go with Ghostface. You wrote them down. There's a lot of artists. To, so I'll say Ghostface is one. Yeah, faces. Tony Stark. Oh, speaking yeah, of which, Ghostface, my nigga. Yeah. Speaking of which, I went to the Raekwon and Ghostface concert. I've never, I've never heard anyone even say Ghostface. No, nope, no one actually has said Ghostface until recently. No, did Wish Green is it? I nope. think. No, I just told him about he it. Said, no, I only told him about it because he was there. That yeah, was why. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghostface. That's it. That nigga's a Spanish. Shay Shay Lagos. Yeah. Growing up, I mean. Ghostface, I learned a lot from him, Brian was because he used to make a, his own slang words. Yeah. Yo, yeah. So, <laughs> That's what I fuck with. Like these niggas for Gazy. He talked about, he, talk <laughs> he literally say his own shit, yo, like, and when they would do their skits and shit, like, yo, mm-hmm. Wu Tang has probably the funniest skits <laughs> in the albums ever. Like, like um, my, one of my favorite um, skits is, um, 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 this is Little how Ghetto Boy. So the, this is how close I was in the concert. Wow. Yeah, that was at Soundstage. So I was like right there in the front. But um, so sorry, not to cut y'all off. It's it my favorite. My no, I'm sorry, no, because you see, you know, I'm thinking about like um, Low Ghetto Boys, the the intro skit to that shit. Yes, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put the shit out. Like, he was like, down. He's like, I ain't putting shit out, yo. It's funny as shit. Like, I ain't putting shit out. Or the motherfucker one, like, how you really torture nigga? Yo, I saw his asshole up and I just keep feeding him and feeding him. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my favorite rap group of all time. Yeah, it really is. Tank, I'm, a, I'm a little cranky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we got face. So, Ghost Face. Mm-hmm. I will say Styles P. Ooh. Of course. I will say Nas. But of course. Nas three. Mm-hmm. By the way, that Mary and Nas concert was the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the shit. A lot of people may not say this, but I would say maybe Big Pun. Of course. Wow. Ah, right, I know. Don't that's go actually ahead. my favorite. Artist. Yes, mm-hmm. his, that is his favorite. One, that's top, number one for me. Mm-hmm. My, my whole time. Maybe. So Scarface. Legend. Um. And no Legend. one says Scarface. And no one ever says Scarface. Even leaving Scarface out the picture, yo. He looks so good now. That nigga, yo. You know, he looks um, so um, good. A I'm favorite, so for a favorite, that's my favorite shit by, by, yes. by him, yo. Cause, mm-hmm. And because he had Nas on the TV. Right. I love that song, yo. Scarface is a, not another person in the way. That's so fucked up, First yo. of all, First of all, let's be clear. If there was no Scarface, you would not have an Ashanti album. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Like, Ashanti's first album was, was primarily Biggie and Scarface. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what those tracks were. Okay. So, had that not been the case, maybe, maybe you would have found some other inspirations, but those were the main that was big like inspirations. Shit. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And all those artists are names somewhere in my writing process I've learned from those people mm-hmm. in different ways. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's how I am. Like, with me, pun is my favorite on the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And, like, um, I, I can't write, so I can, I, I actually spit, like, off the shop. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, how I, that's how I rap. Like, I can mm-hmm. literally rap, like, I can spit an album off the top of my head, like, yeah, on the spot. Fine. I can, like, do, like, but that's from studying pun so long. Like, mm-hmm. um, that, that flow change, and then, and in and, and the like intricate, you know, his, 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 I, I'm a I'm a I'm a lyricist, motherfucker. I love mm-hmm. wordplay. I love fucking metaphor assembly. I love people who put that extra mile into that yeah, bars yeah. to like make me think. I'm a reference junkie. Yeah, I love when nigga. Yeah. Oh, I'm a I have a lot of knowledge of a lot of shit. So when yeah. I listen to certain songs, I'd be like, "No, this nigga did." Like you know what I mean? Like I really but, know about that. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, I, I, and 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 I think that's why you got that level of nostalgia when you realize in New Jack City there's so many people. Yeah, and I picked it up like immediately. I'm hearing shit like, yeah. wow, I heard this nigga say this. Like, uh, I'm a reference crackhead. So like, mm-hmm. when I listen to, but especially if you can make a reference with sick lyrics behind, it. like mm-hmm. you you come up with a scheme in a written song. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of niggas don't do that. Where it's just like, okay, I'm just spitting this. But mm-hmm. there are artists probably will come up with a scheme. Yeah, actual scheme and a verse. A part of a song on the album, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I think the Eminem got some of his style from Big Pun. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What? 100%. I, I, yo, I, I'm sorry. I think he is. I, there's a, a few artists I feel like got his got his style. Took mm-hmm. you know, did yeah. that. Of course, Joe is definitely one of them. Because yeah. oh, uh, no, of course. It's, it's, and, and, that's, and Joe said it himself. Joe was like, you know, Pun. When I found that nigga, he was like, that nigga made me at the shop, like, did the step up, like, whoa. But what is so funny, because in in the in the way that it was presented to the world, you would have thought that Pun found Joe, but in actuality, it was so actually the other way around. I never knew that. Like, yeah, when I first got many people never pun, knew that point. When I first got put on the Pun, I was a young boy. Like, my father, like, used to bump a lot of shit, like Onyx and, like, They Will Play and It's Far mm, Side. Mm. So, like that. so I should hear a lot of, like, classic, classic, classic. type shit. Yeah. But I stumbled ac- uh, across um, you, and the, you and the Killer. Nigga, number one, that beat. That crazy flow. Mm-hmm. If, if I was to ever drop a mixtape or like some like some jacket for beats type shit, nigga, yeah. I'm the, you in the killer. That's not that's track one. Yeah, that's instrumental one. That that instrumental is fucking nasty. But yeah, I heard that song and I was like, who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. This nigga is nasty. Like, and then my father told me like, yeah, that's big pun. Yeah, I'm just part of Terror Squad. I didn't even know who Terror Squad was. Yeah, so I was like, who the fuck is Terror Squad? So, I used to love. So that. I doing research. Pun, yeah, number one for me easily. Absolutely, absolutely. So, we have come to the conclusion of the show. My man, Steve, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It it has been, first of all, what you don't know is that it has been a long journey to get this man here. Yes. From the the beginning part of the project, I'm like, hey, bro, you know, we got... I had this podcast. I'm just trying to make sure you get on it. He was like, yo, I will. But, you know, I really want to have something to say. I'm like, all right, back. Let the slide for <laughs> And that was yeah. before my album came out. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I was just sitting back. We had already had all these guys. And I'm like, I'm looking through. I'm like, why the fuck would I not have one of the illest niggas in Nebraska in this bitch? <laughs> Y'all know I use this a lot. Um, so, but then that happened. And then the last Sunday situation happened because you had to, you know, do the sipping paint situation. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. there was. Yeah, that's why. Um, yeah. Because, mm. fucking Steve, you went after the show. I'll tell you. We'll tell you. But, so. I am honored 
not only that, you are family friends. So anything you ever need, you let me know. Of course, you yeah, y'all gotta let me come back on the show now. Yeah, that's that's definite. Like we love reoccurrences. You know how many there are. There are so many reoccurrences. Like so many. We'll be on the show. Like just it's just a thing. Like yeah. 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 And you know the funny thing is, Kalada said something on the last show that made me think. She was like, her growth is she listen to the other shows yeah. and her growth is completely different and, that, and that's you every you're, you're every watching. person we had re- yeah. like reoccurring on the show you can literally hear from the first episode they got on to the next time they come back it's always yeah. a progression always a progression speaking of which uh, comp needs to get back on the yeah, show comp, I just, yeah, I just, I just enjoyed yesterday yeah, yeah. too this is so, my first time been on the radio in like three or four years damn there you go and right. see I, I created that for well you know what I won't say that we didn't create it for this at first we didn't know what the hell this was going to be I didn't know what the fuck it was. he didn't even know what the mm-hmm. podcast was was. And I'm just like, you know, niggas just bought sure. me an idea. Like, yo, uh, try this. This is why I would never, I can never not do this without him because it's like, yo, bro, you rocked with this when you had no idea what it was. The literal response was, okay. <laughs> that was, like, the, literally, I was like, okay. he was like, I don't know how we're going to do it though. I don't know either. Like, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it became trial and error. And it's yeah. funny because now there are so many people that utilize this same exact setup. You listen to track. Yeah. You listen to episode one to like fifteen. Nigga, nigga. I mean, damn. I yeah. mean, like to the point we was recording off of one microphone and had no idea. And we had two set up. Yeah. Didn't even know trial yeah. and error. Like because we had to open up another channel and I'm we had like, no idea. Oh wait. Yeah, yo, so trust me, this shit's been real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it's, it's definitely been an experience. But once again, we want to thank you so much for coming out. And as always, don't forget that y'all can find us on so many wonderful platforms such as SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, and Spotify. Um, then, in addition, as we always close out every show, fear, false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. As you can tell my man, at least even right here, right now, made it real. You know what I'm saying? You worked with a whole group of people and then branched out and created your own individuality. And how do you, I mean, a lot of them were, were on this album, correct? Mm-hmm. So how does that feel, though? Like, how does, I didn't actually, and I wanted to actually, how does that feel? How does it feel to not be part of a group at this point? When you move by yourself, you can kind of do whatever you want to do and move at your own pace. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that can hold you back. You're right. The only thing is that you have to motivate yourself. There might be times where you don't feel like doing it, and mm-hmm. there's nobody else but you. You just gotta do it. Right. But I guess them seeing me still do it, like, wow, he's still at it. Mm-hmm. And then I make them want to get back into doing it. Gotcha. So that, that's gotcha. how I started. Yeah. That I mean, you see, Cat is on there. I mean, this is. I did. I was like, I was like, I was like is that me? There's a lot of scholar dudes on here. Like, <laughs> like, I remember this. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, again, one of the illest people. Um, where can everyone find you? Instagram. You can go to my Instagram, and it's Lee Steven. But it's L-E-E-S-T-E underscore V-E-N. Mm-hmm. You can go on YouTube. You can type The Scholars, T-H-A-S-C-H-O-L-E-R-S. Um, and then you would see any music video come up. But mainly just go to my Instagram. You can go to my bio and click links that I put on there. Absolutely. Is there... Uh, is, what is going to be your lead singles or your videos for that? For right. this S-Files project? For S-Files... And then if you type S Files Lee Steven, they'll come up. My music video right now is Thank God. Mm-hmm. When I put out my project, how I come up with my singles, I just let the audience tell me which songs they like the most. And I always hear people talking about Thank God. So I was like, let me mm-hmm. shoot a video for it. So that's out on YouTube right now. If you type Thank God Lee Steven, 
I did that video about two or three weeks ago. Okay. Matter of fact. Cool beans. Cool beans. So once again, I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is the kickstand. We out this month. Yes, sir. All right.